All right, Tuesday night, and despite Facebook's best efforts, we are live. Those of you on Facebook, if you're wondering what happens when we suddenly go down, just know it is not us. It is Facebook every single time finding some reason to ban us, of which they never actually send us a notice of why they took us down. We have no idea what it is. Every song that we use, it, we have bought, and they've claimed before that we have not. Uh, the videos that we use are public source data. They're pulled off of Twitter mainly, so they're out there already in the public domain. So why they pull us down, we do not know because they do not send us an explanation Ever, but just so you know, Facebook, you're just proving everybody's point on the right, that you are a fascist, that you are a leftist, that you are Goebbels media, that's all that you are. And I pray against you right now. Holy Spirit, prevent them from monkeying around with this podcast ever again in Jesus' mighty name. That's who they are. If you're wondering why it is suddenly that if you're on Facebook that we're gone, it's them, it is not us. All right, let's start off tonight. I want to tell you this. There's a vote in the Senate that just got passed. It was the Rand Paul bill to eliminate masking on airlines. It passed 47 to 40. Just wanted you to know that Mittens Willard Romney voted against it. So he wants you to still be masked on planes, even though he flies almost exclusively privately on his on his jets because he's a multi multi hundred millionaire. He also voted to mask toddlers. So Mitt Romney voted for you to be masked on planes and for your toddlers to be masked in public places like schools. That is Mitt Romney. He is a Democrat. He has always been a Democrat. Thank goodness. We were better off. We were better off with Barack Obama's president than Mitt Romney. It is better just to be able to have, it's just like the old gangster saying from The Godfather, keep your friends close, your enemies closer. It's just better to go ahead and know who's in the White House, who your, who your enemy actually is. You got him. You know what? That's Barack Obama. We know he's our enemy. He's in the White House. But if it was Mitt Romney, he'd be, be behind the scenes with Klaus Schwab sowing the doom of America without us even knowing it. All right, let's go. Tonight, it's not a whole lot going on in uh, Ukraine right now to, to report on this level. So not, not much on Ukraine tonight, a little bit maybe in the post game. Got a video from it, kind of making fun of the situation. However, so we're going to switch back tonight on some other stuff. Not that I ever really leave these topics, but I'm going to focus heavier on them tonight than usual because I've been getting stuck on Ukraine for almost the entire podcast. Bottom line with Ukraine is you've got Voldemar Zelensky right now. Again, this is where I stand on it. You've got WEF actor, both of them, WEF actor Zelensky versus WEF actor Putin. That's really what's happening. Voldemar Zelensky is now floating the idea that the Ukraine will never be a part of NATO. That will basically solve the situation. Again, Ukraine is COVID 2.0. I'll link it a little bit for you tonight. But switching to vaccines. This is Ed, the free thinker. List. I played this on Saturday, but just in case you missed it, it's a short video. You've got to hear the statistics on this video. Play it for me. This is the CDC's own data um, that they aggregate into um, all ages. Uh, the bottom line is my uh, insurance industry expert, former sell side Wall Street analyst, went into the CDC data. We were looking for other things, but what we found was pretty shocking. He took the data and it, it took some time and effort. He did a lot of work. He broke it down by age and he created baselines for each age group to come up with excess mortality. And the money chart is really chart four, which shows that the millennial age group 25 to 44 experienced an 84% increase 
in excess mortality into the fall. It's the um, worst ever excess mortality, I think, in the history. Um, just to give you an idea, when you look at chart four, you see when mandates and boosters hit the acceleration into the fall, and then um, it reaccelerated into uh, the end of the year. The drop off in that data you see there is reporting issues. It takes time for millennial age uh, deaths to be reported because they're usually not hospital deaths. So um, that data is going to be updated and probably shows a continued uh, disturbing trend. So just to put some numbers on this, um, in the fall, uh, starting in the summer into the fall with the mandates and the boosters, um, there were 61,000 excess millennial deaths. Basically, millennials experienced a Vietnam War in, in the second half of 2021, okay? 58,000 people died in the Vietnam War, uh, U.S. Uh, troops. So this generation just experienced a Vietnam War. And I think this is the smoking gun that the vaccines are causing excess mortality in all age groups. And uh, it's no coincidence that uh, Michelle Walensky refuses to answer Senator Ron Johnson's letters. They're hiding. Fauci's gone. She's gone. They're hiding. So I'm going to put a, a word out there. Uh, and it's, it's a word that's old, but it needs to be reintroduced in the conversation. This is what we call democide, death by government. So the government, through the mandates, has killed people. Through the mandates, the government has killed people. Now, this guy is no shrinking violent, and this is no intellectual uh, midget right here. This is Edward Dow, former BlackRock portfolio manager, and obviously not somebody that has always probably leaned to the right. And if you look into the data there, I don't want to speak for his politics. Maybe he always has, so I apologize, Edward, if you have. But this is obviously somebody who is, who is intellectually very solid. 61,000, understand this now. All that he did, all that the data extraction from the CDC website had to do with the fall of 2021 versus the fall of 2020. It's just like all of the DOD stats that I've shared with you that compared 2016 to 2020 with 2021 and what their stats were in each individual ailment. So here we have the fall of 2021 versus the fall of 2020 with the age bracket being 25 to 44, the millennial age bracket. And there was an 84%. This is just the fall. And notice what Mr. Dowd said. He said, you know what, you have to look. Why did it go actually go down as you're heading into the winter into 2022? Because most of these people don't die in hospitals. In other words, they die at home. They're found that way. Or maybe they're brought in into the emergency room. So it's not really a calculated hospital death. However, so let's look at this. So for when you compare 2021 to 2020, just the fall, September, October, November, maybe December, maybe part of August, what you have is 61,000 just in that four-month period. Just in that four-month period, 61,000 more 25 to 44-year-olds died in 2021 than in 2020 in the United States alone that we know about because their mortality data comes in late. This will not decrease. Understand this. We are going to see a Holocaust of epidemic proportions that we have never seen before. It is happening all over the globe. This is why right now the CDC refuses to release their booster data. 
They refuse to release the hospitalization data also of those who are vaccinated. Why would that be? Why would, why would they refuse to release data on boosters' efficacy? Why would they refuse to release the data on people who are vaccinated and what their hospitalization rates are and what's happening to them inside the hospitals? Let me go over this real quick with you. 91% of all COVID deaths in the UK are fully vaccinated. 80, 80 plus percent of all COVID deaths in Scotland are fully vaccinated. The exact same data is coming in with hospitalization rates in Israel. 90% of those severely hospitalized for COVID are fully vaccinated. In Australia is the exact same thing. Folks, they, I've been saying this for months. The CDC under Rochelle Walensky, the NIH under Francis Collins has been suppressing this data. The people who are in the hospital and the people who are dying of COVID-19 are not the, the unvaccinated. They are the vaccinated because the vaccinated don't have an immune system anymore. We'll deep dive into this tonight. Let's go, let's go to the next one. Donna N. video. The, I, I just titled this in my own mind, Sheep. People wait in line for a shot. While, while another person's inject, well, they're waiting in line to be injected with a shot and a person in front of them is whisked away in an ambulance and they all just get right back in line. Play it for me. Look at them all, Aaron, if you can, see if you can encapsulate that picture for and do side by side. You have a person convulsing. Looks like the person was in a full-blown seizure getting the shot that you are lined up to get whisked away in an ambulance and then as dutiful sheep you line back up to get the very shot that the person received that's being trucked away in an ambulance convulsing i mean it's a sad i, I as a christian always always believe in the redemption of each individual human being but my Lord and my God, and I do not say that with the Lord's name in vain. I'm saying that to my Lord and to my God. Help me, Lord, to love people like this. Because how in the world, they're little dutiful little sheep with their stupid masks on. A person is whisked away on, on a stretcher with EMTs performing emergency functions on him convulsing and then you line back up for that shot you know that is why narrow is the way and few find it matthew 7 13 and 14 that is why most people take the mark of the beast revelation 13 and 14 most people at that time many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people because of the increase of wickedness the love of most will grow cold but he who stands firm to the end will be saved matthew 24 10 through 13 that picks that video exemplifies those verses how on earth do you get back in line that was me I would have been running the other direction, not that I ever would have been in that line to begin with. Rise Melbourne video. 
They knew they, there was a chance that things wouldn't go to plan. Play it for me. This would not be the first time, if it happened, that a vaccine that looked good in initial safety actually made people worse. There was the history of the respiratory syncytial virus vaccine in children, which paradoxically made the children worse. One of the HIV vaccines that we tested several years ago actually made individuals more likely to get Oh, it's making them worse, all right. And by the way, Anthony Fraudulent Fauci, it never looked good to begin with. Did you ever read the Pfizer studies? I remember Dr. Scott Atlas talking about this, that, that Fauci and Burks would come into their meetings when they were all on the uh, COVID, Trump's COVID response team. And he said that Fauci and Burks were galactically unprepared. They never had any studies. They improperly pronounced medical terms. These people are absolutely out of their league. They're out of their element. They have no idea what they're talking about. And what's even worse is they're bold-faced liars and agenda-driven global leftists. That's who they are. But this, it never was good. Here's an Express article. When Pfizer applied for the FDA approval, there were, they, they were aware of almost 158,000 adverse, that's just from their clinical trials, adverse events from their vaccine and requested these documents remain sealed for 20, 75 years, 75 years. According to Rio News, the list of adverse effects in the documents include, now I'll just read a couple to you, then I'll show you the list, acute kidney failure, uh, acute flaccid myelitis, brainstem embolism. Here's the list. I mean, it just go, there it is. And that's just, that's just the list that I printed off, not the nine pages that are actually on the release FISA document, documents. I just kind of have some of the worst cardiogenic shock, cardioventricular thrombosis, cardiac failure, cardiac arrest, brainstem thrombo- thrombosis, brainstem embolism. That, that's, that, and Anthony Fauci says, well, it appeared to be good at first. It never appeared to be good. On what study? He would never had the studies. Because all that he said, all that he wanted was to get people vaccinated, to get people to the vaccine passports so he and his globalist friends can control the earth. That sounds so conspiratorial. Well, I defy that conspiracy theory. Can defy that conspiracy theory, which, by the way, two days ago, we passed 14, 14 days to flatten the curve. Remember that? Two days ago, we passed two years of 15 or 14 days to flatten the curve. And in that short period of time of two years, all of Australia, all of England, all of Australia, all of Canada, many, all of the European Union, all of Israel can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without a QR-coded Mark of the Beast on their phone. Kind of, it's not the Mark of the Beast yet, but it is a precursor, a skid greaser for the Mark of the Beast. In only two years, it only took two years to get to that place. And that is all pushed by globalists, WEF, Anthony Fauci can, even though he's disappeared now, he's in the witness protection program now. Nobody can find him. Nobody has any idea where he's at. But all these EF actors, whether it's Fauci, whether it's Kerry, whether it's Joe Biden, it was WEF long before he was president, they are trying to get to global dominance, a one world state, which of course is the Bible. Wittgenstein video, shocking if true. Dr. Drew, play it for me thing that I find incredible is the way the pericarditis, myocarditis um, complication is tossed out. It's like, well, it's just myocarditis, just a mild thing. Before these vaccines, myocarditis was a freaking medical emergency. First of all, rare. You rarely saw it. And if you saw it, that person is going into the hospital right now. 
they could yeah. die any second with an arrhythmia. They could end up with a cardiac transplant because of a cardiomyopathy. You don't know where you're going, and it is a serious medical emergency. And people yeah. talk about like, yeah, yeah, well, one in one, one in one in fifteen hundred, maybe one in three thousand myocarditis. So what? So what? This is a this is yeah. one of the most. One of the more devastating medical problems you can have. Now, thankfully, yeah, exactly. it has been mild and been and tends to reverse. But let's not kid ourselves. Myocarditis is no BS. Well, that's right. I mean, these kids, you know, in our in our data set, uh, you know, eighty seven percent were hospitalized. According to the CDC, over ninety percent of these kids with myocarditis are hospitalized. They often have to miss three to six months of participating in any exercise or sports for this. You know, mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. there's what's called this late gadolinium enhancement on the MRI. So that I, what I understand is there, you know, there's a potential for scarring of the heart long-term. These are kids that we need to follow them long-term. We need to know, you know, if there's any increased risk of problems with, you know, arrhythmias in the future. Um, but it's it's not something that you want, you know, your child to have. And again, you know, if it's one in 3,000 risk, what is that's what it's looking like for the 12 to 17-year-olds around there. I mean, that you know, it's still rare, but, you know, considering their risk from COVID, this is something that needs to be taken seriously, needs to be look, looked into. I'm, I'm not a cardiologist, but I've talked to cardiologists about this, and, you know, I, yeah, I, they're justifiably concerned about it, too. Let's be clear that, that having had this with the active inflammation on the MR suggests possible sudden cardiac death down the road or need for a heart transplant down the road. I mean, this is, this doesn't, this is mind boggling stuff. Possibility for sudden cardiac death. And how many videos have we all seen now? Have we all seen? And it would be absolute world-breaking news in every media site on the planet if Donald Trump was responsible, but instead it's completely and completely totally covered up at the detriment of our youth, and it's not just our youth either. But how many times have we seen now throughout throughout the planet, different different countries, different sports, young people clutching their chests or leaving in a bed, clutching their chests, falling to the ground, dying or being carted off, or having to leave events because they can't breathe all because of, all because of taking a vaccine for a for for a virus that they have a zero statistical chance of dying from a zero percent chance of dying from statistically speaking oh i mean it is practically zero all right let's go to the next one jenna ellis tweet but tell me more how these constant here it is similar headlines are totally coincidental did i give you the picture for that aaron or no I didn't give you the individual. See if you can find them on Telegram, but maybe we'll go back to them. It's a, I meant it was my fault, but I was supposed to get both of those. One of them's the golfer, N uh, Nelly Gorda on the bottom, better picture. That's not a good picture of her. And then the other is Justin Bieber's uh, wife, both of which had to be, had to be hospitalized for blood clots. Both of them very young, very much in good shape, absolutely flawless health. And now suddenly they have blood clots. How many times have we seen that? All, I mean, how many reports is it now? I, I've, I've, I've had lists of them, and I should have kept it because who knows how long those lists would be now. But in all honesty, I don't like to put them up. It just, I mean, it, it's, it's almost too depressing to put up. But maybe we need to do it and just keep on every single one that happens. I need to put up because it's one right after another. The comedian that dropped and just passed out and cracked her skull on the stage. Many other, I mean, the, the newscasters that I've put on this show, don't even worry about Aaron's good. The newscasters that are on the show, 
that you know the newscasters that I put on here that are that are basically in the middle of their live newscast just drop just pass out in the middle of it all of which of course fully vaccinated and boosted when talker tweet make sure you follow her on twitter one of my favorite twitter accounts on twitter when talker sign at virginia pediatrics office to student athletes I'm, I'm a little late to the game on this but i wanted to make sure everybody saw this this is a sign put up for kids who want to participate in athletics in Virginia. Sports physicals are done primarily to make sure you are not at high risk for sudden cardiac death on the playing field. COVID vaccination affects your risk. <laughs> Aren't you glad you vaccinated your kid? In response to the worldwide experience and vaccine adverse event monitoring, we are adopting a more precautionary sports physical sign-off policy. If you have received doses of any COVID shot, we will not be able to clear you to compete in sports. Leave this up now. In sports without performing lab work and possibly an echocardiogram to rule out potential heart damage. So let's leave this up for me. So here's the people that caved that had their children vaccinated if that's you watching right now i feel bad for your kid not for you i feel bad for your child so here's these people that caved so that their kid could play sports in 2021 we just have to play we're, it's so important that we play sports in 2021 that we're going to take an experimental mrna vaccination of which the developer of that technology, Robert W. Malone, says, don't take it. And now the head of Bayer has come out and admitted that it's a gene therapy and actually mutate cells. So your kid was so important that your child plays sports in 2021 that you stuck a metal rod into their arm and pump their blood veins full of an experimental vaccination that really has no clinical trials. And, and after your compliance, you think, well, they're gonna be there for me when, I, when I've complied. I've complied, they're gonna be there for me. Oh, really? Well, let's see. If you have received doses of any COVID shot, we will not be able to clear you to compete in sports without performing lab work and possibly an echocardiogram to rule out potential heart damage. You see what compliance does for you? You may have very well eliminated your child from being able to compete by complying to be able to compete. Do you see what the left does? Do you see what the globalists do? That you can bring it back to me. So that, this is the thing, they are always about death. They're always about people dying. Why would you ever take a vaccine? I say this to all the conservatives watching, and I pray and I pray for you right now, I'll pray for you again, that you, every ounce of that, if you're willing to repent, every ounce, admit that you're wrong, every ounce, I pray right now for you in Jesus' name, that every bit of toxin from that experimental jab is removed from your body now in Jesus' name, and all damage done, healed now in Jesus' name. But why would you ever take a vaccination from people who remove live babies from their mother's womb and kill them. Why, why would that be? I mean, I marvel again at all of these conservatives, and I could name them, and I'm going to give that a break tonight maybe, unless it's just I can't take it. But all these conservatives, well, they start off their various diatribes on how they're against COVID totalitarianism with, well, I'm fully vaxxed, but... So you're, you're fully vaxxed. You've, you've vaccinated or even received a booster... And, but you're totally against everything else that they do. You're against their forced masking. You're, for, you're against their vaccine mandates. 
You're, you're, against, you're against abortion. You're against their socialism. You're against their communism. You're against their globalism. But then you take their vaccine. I will never understand that. I actually pay attention to the people who are trying to jam a metal rod into my arm and try to pump me full of fluid. That, and by the way, just so everybody knows, there was no real clinical trials. As soon as Pfizer and Moderna got their EUA, their emergency use authorization, they canceled their clinical trial and injected all of their placebo group with the vaccine so there's no comparison. The early data was this. The early data before they got their EUA was that 21 people who were fully vaccinated died of COVID and 17 people who were not vaccinated died of COVID. So the people who are dying of COVID by about a, a fifth more were the fully vaccinated, which by the way, is gonna be way worse than that now because those people didn't have antibody dependent enhancement syndrome. All right, let's go to the next one. Nine News, Sydney tweet. Heart attacks can happen to healthy, younger Australians who have none of the usual risk factors for disease. Now, leave this up. Why are they putting this out? I wanna just ask this, you know, if anybody, you can send it to, my daughter's the one that's monitoring Facebook and you can send any sorts of comments, you can put them in there. I'm just curious, when have we ever seen any sort of headline like this on the news? I'm, I'm just curious, heart attacks can happen to healthy, younger Australians who have none of the usual risk factors for disease. When, have you ever seen that before? I never have, I've been on this earth for 53 years. I've never seen any headlines like that. Now, new research has uncovered mutations in the genes which can compromise the arteries in the heart. Well, that's awfully strange, isn't it? Especially since one of the executives for Bayer recently admitted publicly in November of 2021 and they've been hiding it and the video was suppressed, that this is actually gene therapy, the mRNA vaccination, the Moderna, the Pfizer vaccination, which are the predominant vaccinations both in the United States and globally, that they were gene therapy. And notice that little sentence right there. Now new research has uncovered mutations in genes which can compromise the arteries in the heart. We just had Dr. Drew a minute ago talking about myocarditis and pericarditis, the scarring and often permanent scarring of the heart for the youth. So now people are being warned. In Virginia, they're telling you, you know what? You're vaccinated. We don't know about that myo or pericarditis. So you know what? We, we're gonna need, you're gonna need to go to get an extensive screening or your child's not gonna be able to play. Do you see what compliance does for you? Look at this one, Rise Melbourne video. Australian Greg Hunk says the spate of recent heart attacks serve as a tragic reminder. Play it for me. Um, it's just um, an immensely sad moment, and uh, it is a, a tragic reminder of uh, the risks that, uh, that people face in their 50s, and um, it is important to have our heart checks, but... The world will, is engaged in the largest uh, clinical trial, the largest global vaccination trial ever, and we will have uh, enormous amounts of data. But what's the message for the public? It's safe, it's effective, it will help protect you, but it will also help protect your mum and dad, your grandparents, uh, your nonna, uh, all of Australia. A large rise in youth heart attacks. However, you know, no mention of what is, what, what is the new injection pun intended, into society that wasn't there in 2020. Nobody in that age bracket was dying of COVID. We all know that. But now they're dying of heart attacks. Strange. What was literally injected into that population? The mRNA vaccination. All right, Jose Gaffarol, something like that. Chile, Chile. 93% pop. Now remember, look at these statistics. Remember the ones from earlier from the United States 
where you have in the fall of 2020 versus the fall of 2021, an increase of almost 62,000 deaths among the age bracket of 25 to, 40, uh, 25 to 44, an increase of Vietnam War worth of death in four months. That was the increase. And just comparing 2021 fall to 2020 fall, strange, isn't it? Well, here in Chile, uh, 93% population vaccinated and, uh, and in all age groups except children, there is a huge 50% increase in excess deaths in January and February. That's, that's strange, isn't it? I, I wonder why that is. In the same height range as some of the worst waves during the pandemic, first wave in Spain and Italy, second UK and Portugal, etc. Leave this up now. I want to go over this. Yes, 50% increase in deaths. This is the game that they'll play, and I'll probably talk about this more than once. This is the game that they'll play. These people are vaccinated. Now, the one that I showed you earlier from the United States, the 61,000 increase, those are people dying not of COVID. Now, many people will die of COVID that are fully vaccinated. It'll be then blamed on COVID, right? But the interesting thing about it is, since I told you 90% of the deaths in the UK, COVID deaths in the UK are fully vaccinated, fully vaccinated, 81% in Scotland, fully vaccinated, same stats in Australia, same stats in hospitalization rates in the UK and Israel, 80, 80 to 90% of COVID hospitalizations are fully vaccinated in all of those countries. So what they will say is COVID's killing people when it, when they when, cause this is not including COVID. This one here is including COVID deaths. So they're going to play the game that these people are dying of COVID. Well, they are dying of COVID, but why are they dying of COVID? Why is it that Omicron was almost exclusively a pandemic of the vaccinated? Because as has been documented time and time again by the Ryan Coles of the world, the Charles Hoffs of the world, the Robert Malones of the world, and numerous others, Peter McAuliffe's of the world, you are looking at ADE antibody enhancement antibody dependent enhancement syndrome where basically you have no immune system where you're basically walking around with hiv and these people will then die of covid who are fully vaccinated and it'll be blamed it'll be another covid wave and they will hide that data also don't fall for it that's exactly what they're going to do. These people who are fully vaccinated, boosted once, boosted twice, will then die of COVID. And they will actually be dying of COVID because they have no ability to fight it off. They do not have an immune system any longer. We've been warned. You don't take an experimental vaccination. Most vaccinated, when they throw down measles and they throw down mumps, they, they say, well, these, these vaccinations work. Those vaccinations took 10 to 16 years before they were even FDA approved, let alone anybody being vaccinated with them. This vaccination was one year. And yes, Donald Trump is culpable in this also. And I love Donald Trump, but he's culpable. He's still pimping and whoring vaccines. And they are not safe and they are not effective. Whenever a Democrat or a weak-kneed right-wing globalist or, or, or establishment Republican tells you something, it's exactly the opposite. Uh, let's look at this. I did, never forget, I just threw this in here just because I wanted to pay tri tribute to Dan Andrews, who's forced who knows how many hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people in Victoria, Australia, to take the experimental jab, and how many of them are going to die. And remember, we're only one year in. We're only one year in. People think the vaccination has been around for two years to 15 days to flatten the curve. It has not. It's basically been around for less than a year. 
People started to take it as early as December of 2020, but basically everybody started getting vaccinated in the early, in the late winter, early spring of 2021. So we're only a year in. So never forget who did this to you. Dan Andrews, play it for me. Every single authorized worker that is on that authorized worker list, whether they be in Melbourne or in regional Victoria, will need to have had at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. That is, if they want to continue working. I Sorry? If there's people that don't want this mandatory vaccine, how do we manage well, it? Well, then they won't be going to work. See how flipping it is? Well, they won't be going to work. You know, vax, you don't work. I wonder if he's actually vaccinated. My guess is people like him truly are not vaccinated. People like Barack and Michelle Obama aren't truly vaccinated. By the way, uh, Barack Obama came down with COVID. He's, he's triple vaxxed and he has COVID. Ethical skeptic, more. Here's some more. This is a different age bracket now. This is now 25 to 54. The heart of the matter, 25 to, 50, uh, 25 to 54 year old non-COVID natural deaths. So now this is non-COVID. Natural deaths are 68% higher than last year left chart. In this age bracket, R99 unspecified cause deaths are 63% higher than historical. This is where the locust of, of the excess are. I don't even know what that means, so I'll leave that off. You can just flip to the chart. Yeah, flip to the charts for me just so everybody can see it. Go ahead and flip to the next one. Good. Now leave that one up for me. Perfect. Thank you. Notice the deaths now. I actually talked about this in church. This is a different age bracket. Before it was 25 to 44. Now it's been extended out to 25 to 54. And in that age bracket, running from weeks for the final 56, 46 weeks. So basically all of 2020, I mean, well, 46 weeks of 2020 versus the same 46 weeks of 2021, you had 62,992 more people die in the United States in the 25 to 54 age bracket. But it's safe and effective. It doesn't stop transmission. It doesn't stop infection. It doesn't stop hospitalization. And it doesn't stop death. But it'll also kill you if it doesn't do the first four. That's, this is what it's really all about. These are the true statistics. It is all coming out. And this is why you have Ukraine. This why Ukraine is happening right now. You're like, well, no, nobody could just plan Putin. No, it was set up. It was set up. It was on purpose. It was endlessly goading Putin. He's evil, but so is Zelensky. So you got two perfectly compliant WEF dictators. Zelensky is not, a, is not, is not some sort of altruistic uh, leader of a democracy. He is a brutal dictator who has locked up his opposition political party and has locked up opposition media, shut down opposition media. Ian Miller tweet, not that we should believe a single piece of data that comes out of China, but just a month ago, the Wall Street Journal, who habitually lies, uh, published a glowing article on how incredibly successful China's zero COVID policy has been and how it held lessons for others. Remember, Wall Street Journal appears allegedly to be centrist or leans right. No, they're not. They're where they are right, they're establishment right. And establishment right are gutless, lacking of testicular fortitude worms. That's who the Mitt Romneys of the world, that's Wall Street Journal. Ben Sass of the world, Marco Rubio's, Lindsey Graham's, uh, Mitch McConnell's, that's the Wall Street Journal right-wingers who just instantly cave because either they themselves want global power or they're scared of the left. Simple as that. So you see the statistics and it's the same everywhere. It doesn't matter what you do. 
You can mask all you want. You can N95 all you want. N95 blocks particles at the 0.3, COVID-19 is 0.06 to 0.14 microns. And N95 starts blocking microns three times that size. So even when you're wearing an N95 mask, you are trying to block a flea with a chain link fence. That's absolutely fact. It, that's absolute fact. It doesn't matter. Every single chart looks just like this. Let's go to the next one. Oh, and just, just so you know, cases are up in China 850%. And could they be any more COVID totalitarian? And then you've got worms to sleeve this up. Like Scott Gottlieb out there talking about how horrible China is. Scott Gottlieb, Leanna Wen, never let any of these doctors that are now coming out and spouting COVID truths, don't let them off the hook because they have been spouting lies and totalitarian measures for the last uh, two years of 15 days to flatten the curve. Scott Gottlieb's an advocate for masking, doesn't work. And, and that's exactly what they're doing in China. He's an advocate for vaccines. They're, they're vaccinated out the yin-yang in China. Yes, with an with even worse vaccination. They didn't take the Moderna or the Pfizer. I don't know, nobody really knows what they've taken. But they've been locked down. They've been masked. Leanna Wen was all for that. Scott Gottlieb was all for that. Fauci was all for that. Deborah Burks was all for that. Rochelle Walensky was all for that. Francis Collins was all for that. Francis Collins was traveling from church to church, calling himself a born-again believer, advocating for vaccines, lockdowns, and masks, and the closure of churches. Don't believe these people. They're bold-faced liars. They'll come out now. No, I saw Scott Gottlieb recently on Twitter talking about China. And he's talking about, you know, they're, they're talking about these measures. That, what, what are they going to do, Scott? The exact same measures that you've advocated for over the last two years to flatten the curve that do absolutely nothing. And instead, not one, not one mention of what actually works. Hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, monoclonal therapies, prophylactic treatments. None of the things Scott Gottlieb has, has ever advocated, Anthony Fauci, Deborah Burks, Leanna Wynn, Francis Collins, Rochelle Walensky, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Not one thing that these idiots have ever put forward has ever worked. But yet, what will they do again? And they are all holding on to their emergency powers. Just so you know, yes, the Senate just said no more masks. They did. They passed Rand Paul's Bill 47, 5740. They said no more masks on flights, but they, they just, just not a week ago, because I put it out, I believe, on Saturday, not a week ago, they voted to keep the Emergency Powers Act in place, the emergency powers that they have right now in place because of COVID. They voted to keep them still alive. Chuck Cholesterol, breaking report, China locks down 51 million people among major COVID outbreak. So how can you, if these, if these mitigations work, if lockdowns work, and all, all of the COVID cavers, all the COVID caving Christians, COVID caving conservatives, COVID caving liberals, COVID caving whatevers, if these things work, because China, there's nobody could be more totalitarian than China, where if you're locked down, there is no Tom Lipley's out there, and a lot of you watching right now on Rumble, and a lot of you watching on Facebook, there is none of us out there in China. They're all locked down. So, in that, so basically 100% locked down, 100% masked, 100% vaccinated, and it still have a break, have, they, still, they still have a major break, a breakout where they're having to lock down 51 million people, but what will the leftist globalists and the Klaus Schwab's of the world tell you to do the next time there's an outbreak in San Jose, California, or Tallahassee, Florida? Lockdown! Why? Because it's never been about a virus. It's been about controlling your life and getting you to the vaccine passport. 
Aaron Ginn video, what lockdowns look like in China. Millions line up for daily testing. Play it for me. And Aaron, see if you can get me a still photo of the lot like that right there. Perfect. Do it side by side if you can. So you have to ask yourself, is it really about people's health? So you're, you're having, they're, they're locked down and everybody's lining up there by the hundreds of thousands to get tested. So you have a super spreader event to find out, according to them, I don't believe in super spreader events, obviously, but I'm just using their own verbiage against them. So you cause a super spreader event. Remember, they're trying to slow the spread, right? Allegedly slow the spread here in China. China is just the perfect totalitarian example. Remember, that's who Justin Trudeau admires the most, which by the way, since Joe Biden was bought and paid for by the CCP in 2014 with a $1.5 billion check to his son, we ought to be paying attention because this is what Joe Biden wants too. So they have a super spreader event to get people tested to see if they have COVID. So they cause people to get COVID while they're testing them to see if they have COVID. These people are idiots. And by the way, so is the European Union. So, so, so is everybody who caved to this garbage. I've seen this in New York City. When, the, when Omicron first came out, people lined up just like this, just like this by the thousands. So they get up close to one another, violating their own COVID rules to go get tested to see if they have a virus while they're getting the virus, while they're waiting to get tested to see if they have the virus. That's who these people are. Let's go to the next one. Brutal lockdown continues in Shenzhen, China. This is the dream of the Democratic Party for America to look just like this. Play it for me. There you go. Ian, let's go right to Ian Miller tweet. Uh, if you were if you were wondering why vaccine passports never had the slightest chance of working, take a look at the percentage of the people that are fully vaccinated in the countries currently leading the world in case rates. Hard to imagine a policy with less chance of working. You put up the graph for me. There you go. So everybody can see it. I got the bigger version on my side. Hopefully you can see it. So you look at everybody on that chart, fully vaccinated, 93%, Brunei, you look at their cases, look at South Korea, new daily cases, 314,000, that'd be the equivalent of a million a day in America. And look at their fully vaccinated rate, 86% of their country is fully vaccinated and they have 314,000 new cases per day. Netherlands, 65,000 new cases per day, 71% vaccinated. I mean, what's the next one? Austria, which is every right now 40 40,000 uh, cases new uh, new cases per day 74% vaccinated so every day you can bring it back to me every day you hear that COVID is going away listen folks none of these things ever go away unless you Matthew 16 19 your life and Jesus said and I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven if you bind these sicknesses illnesses and diseases from your life they will not come near you they cannot touch you it is a door that cannot be opened it is a door that cannot be breached in the mighty name of Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit unless you do that understand the flu never goes away the colds never go away it's a PCR testing 
virus. We've never documented a flu bug like this before. It's actually not a flu bug. It's actually a common cold. Coronavirus is a common cold with basically the same statistical data. 99.9% survivable, maybe slightly more, slightly less survivable if you're 80 or above, but even if you're 80 above, it's 95 plus percent survival post-infection. So this is simply a, a pandemic, quote unquote, pandemic that is driven by PCR tests to scare people into driving them to the, get to the vaccine, which is a vehicle to get people to the vaccine passport, which is Revelation 13, 16 through 18, that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. So that is it. People can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in all the European Union, in the Netherlands, in Austria, in Australia, in Great Britain, just pulled them down now, but they've kept their emergency powers. In Canada, can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without coming up with a QR code on their phone and swiping it with a police officer or some health official or just some person who's standing in front of a restaurant because you can't get in and buy food without swiping your QR code. And this doesn't ring bells in people's minds, especially inside of the inside of the, the Christian community, the evangelical Christian community that allegedly reads their Bibles. This doesn't ring true and it's not being preached every Sunday. Yeah, it should be. All right, here we go. Uh, ben tweet. German new German data reveals that more that more work days were missed due to vaccine side effects than due to COVID-19. Vaccine side effects, 383 thousand days missed for vaccine side effects COVID-19 about uh, 10,000 less days missed let's go to the next one try to blow through some of these Ian Miller tweet somehow Austria set set a new case record despite widespread N95 mandates see do you notice this Aaron if you can pull the magic off see if you can pull it off if you notice this it'll look the exact same as the China Ian Miller tweet I showed you uh, a couple minutes ago. Exactly the same. It doesn't matter how much you N95, it doesn't matter how much you vaccinate. The vaccine mandates, the vaccine mandates are the most comical of all. Because what they're saying is we're gonna mandate, there it is, there it is, exactly the same. Flip to the other one if you can. There it is, flip flip back one more time. There it is, flip one more time back to my current one. There it is. They're the same every time. Every single, whether you mask, whether you don't mask, whether you vaccinate, whether you don't vaccinate, whether you vax mandate or you don't vax mandate, whether you social distance or you don't social distance, whether you lock down or you don't lock down, the graphs look like this every single time. Every, it doesn't matter what you do. But the funniest one, the most comical one is vaccine mandates, mandating you to take a vaccination because they don't want you to spread COVID, but the vaccine doesn't stop the spreading of COVID then they still leave them up. And people are such sheep. They're like, why am I mandated to take a vaccine to stop transmission when the vaccine doesn't stop transmission? But yet I'm still gonna go ahead and comply with the mandate. Let me, it, it's, people wonder what side of history they would have been on in the 1930s and 40s. If you're a mask wearer and you haven't repented, lockdown, if you're somebody who advocates for lockdowns and advocates for masks or advocates and pimps and whores for vaccines and vaccine mandates, just understand who you are. Everybody always thinks that they would be the ones that were hiding Anne Frank and not the people who would turn in Anne Frank. But if you're a masker, if you're a vaccine mandate, well, I think it's very reasonable to, to uh, mandate people to get vaccinated to keep me safe. 
even though they don't keep me safe because both the vaxxed and the unvaxxed transmit and get infected by the virus at equal rates, if not worse for the vaccinated, which it is, by the way, worse. All the studies are coming out that the vaccinated carry, carry around about 200 times the amount of the viral load than the unvaccinated do. But just so you know what side of history you would have really been on. Now, here's the thing. You're not irredeemable. Just repent. Knock it off. It's simple logic. Why would, you, why, would you, why would you insist on a vaccine mandate to stop transmission when the vaccine doesn't stop transmission? There has to be an ulterior insidious motive which is controlling humanity. But don't worry, here's Pfizer's answer. Play it for me. Do you think that we will every fall have to prepare ourselves for a booster shot with COVID just like we get a flu shot? I think so. The new variants are coming and Omicron was the first one that was able to evade in a skillful way, the immune protection that we're giving. But also we know that the duration of the protection doesn't last very long. So what we are trying to do, and we are working very diligently right now, it is to make not only a vaccine that will protect against all variants, including Omicron, but also something that uh, can protect for at least a year. So you've seen some of that data on on a fourth dose, a second booster shot. So the question that was number one on my list, and I think for so many parents, is, is when will the vaccine be available for those children five and under? Potentially in May, if it works, FDA AMSO will do their utmost to review them fast. So, and we will be ready with manufacturing. Amazing, truly amazing how the CBS host right there, I don't know her name because I don't watch CBS, ABC or NBC. Truly amazing. Oh, when will the vaccine be ready for my toddler? When will the vaccine be ready for my five-year-old? When we know the Axforce Lionitis study out of Stanford says the following, people zero to 19 years of age, post-infection survival rate, post-infection for COVID-19 survival rate is 99.9997. That's their survival rate. They're seven to 20 times more likely to die of the flu in this ignorant wretch of a TV host. When can I get my child vaccinated? And there's the Pfizer demon going, you know, any month now we'll have it ready for you. The only reason why they're vaccinating kids, by the way, it's it's a permanent extension of their EUA. That's why they're vaccinating kids. Understand that, that's the truth. This is a great video and here, their answers, of course, prior to the vaccines, and they're still, if there's, the answer still in the hospital is remdesivir. I don't want to talk over this video. Play it for me. Remdesivir is proven to kill lives. I said since May 2020, remdesivir will result with at least 30% deaths of everyone who receives that drug in a hospital for five to 10 days. I got Thomas Renz to pull the CMS data. You know, for the state of New York, I just decided to run it in New York. I wanted to know Medicare-aged patients. What's the percentage of death of those who received remdesivir for its five-day protocol? 26.9% of them died. And do you know right now that remdesivir as of October 2020 was found by the Cardiovascular Toxicology Journal that it actually causes death of heart cells and is cardiotoxic and can lead to cardiac arrest? That was in October. December 16th, your FDA, I'm sorry, your NIH with Anthony Fauci there, decided to update now all guidelines for treatment drugs allowed and approved for COVID-19 Americans. Guess what's the only listed drug FDA approved for hospitalized Americans? 
remdesivir when it is published by the World Health Organization to cause increased acute kidney failure compared to all other drugs being used in the world when treating COVID-19. And that was published in April of last year. So you have kidney failure, liver failure, now heart failure being caused by remdesivir, published to do so. Two months later, your NIH, the FDA, still sits back and goes, this is the only approved drug for hospitalized COVID-19 patients. You know what's more disgusting? January 21st of this year, the FDA extended an emergency use authorization and said there's now only one authorized medication that can be pumped into the veins of all newborns in this country to 18-year-old pediatric age-ranged children, starting with seven-pound newborns. Guess what the only authorized drug to treat COVID-19 children is now? In hospitals and outside, remdesivir. See, it's all about death. Not one thing they do ever works to save a life. This all goes back to Anthony Fauci, and he is a spokesperson for Gilead. In other words, he is raking in money from Gilead, and lo and behold, who makes remdesivir? Gilead, the very people that Anthony Fauci is a paid spokesman for. And lo and behold, let's go focus on the last thing. And by the way, this isn't some fool that all these people have been labeled as debunked, labeled, labeled as conspiracy. They're really, when he, he predicted that 30% of people taking remdesivir would die, and in the state of New York, 26, well, basically 27% of people who are on remdesivir died. The guy, Dr. Brian Artis, seems to, doctor, doctor, Dr. Brian Artis, seems to understand, seems to have a level of understanding of the situation, Dr. Brian Artis. But of course, there's an emergency youth authorization for kids, for newborns up to pediatric age. The only emergency youth use authorization drug is remdesivir for COVID, which is already known to cause, and by the way, just for everybody else, it's the only FDA approved drug for hospitalized COVID patients. And everybody knows, so from zero to 90, it's the only drug available in the hospital for anybody who has COVID-19. And everybody knows that it causes organ failure, including the people that are pumping it in the veins. And by the way, doctors, if you know it, and you're just too much of a cowardice, coward, ballless wonder to ever say a word about it, you are culpable civilly and criminally. Criminally with, via culpable negligence. You know these doctors, they know it. And they're too afraid to stand up. I don't want to lose my job. You know what? Some things are more important than your job. I say that to the cops who have arrested people for not wearing masks and not social distancing. I say that to the doctors who are pumping people's veins full of these drugs, including the vaccines and remdesivir. They know what's going on. All you got to do is go to five minutes worth of Dr. Ryan Cole, who puts the slides under the microphone. He puts it right under... The uh, what's it called? Micro microscope. I've got a microphone stuck in my head. Microscope, and he shows the slides. He showed one right after the microscopic level slides of the damage that the vaccines do to people's internal organs. These doctors know how to read those slides. I don't. For me, I'm looking at a slide going. It just looks like Latin. I have no idea what it's saying. But the doctors know, and they're still pumping people's veins full of this garbage. And everybody needs to be held accountable. 
It doesn't, oh, I, did, I only did it because I didn't want to lose my job. Well, you know what? We need to have Nuremberg-style tribunals, and people need to be held civilly and criminally li uh, liable in accordance to what they've done, period. All right, Elijah video, I just had to show you this one. Couldn't resist it. Elijah Schaefer, New York's newest public health leader. Play it for me. Developing the Office of Health Equity and building a team dedicated to improving the health and quality of life of our most marginalized residents is an opportunity of great magnitude. The most vulnerable people of our county face systemic challenges, often called social determinants of health, that can be addressed through policy, programs, and people with the will to face those challenges directly. Meeting and overcoming those challenges will define the work of our office. Good enough. So there you go. I just want to ask one question. First of all, she's hundreds of pounds overweight. We got that, and she's a health expert. You know, I, I, listen, I got a couple extra pounds too. I admit it, but I don't claim to be a health expert. So there's your latest uh, health expert for, for, for in New York. And there she is. And, and I'm just wondering what marginalization has to do with people's health. Just curious. Had to throw this one in just as off topic. John Cordilla tweet. Just wanted everybody to know. Congressional Democrats, by you're paying seven bucks a gallon for gas, just gave themselves a 21% raise. At the same time, skyrocketing Democrat-driven inflation has cost you a full month of pay. What will it take for some of you to understand that Democrats hate you and want to take everything from you? John Cordillo, follow him on Twitter, is absolutely correct. All right, let's move now. I, I labeled this section of the show tonight, PERV, P-E-R-V, PERV. This is the pervert section of the show. I wasn't able to get to this on Saturday. I wasn't able to get to it last Thursday. So I made sure that I got it on the front of the line because of what's happening in Florida right now with the don't say gay bill, which is what the Democrats have labeled a bill that has nothing to do with saying or not saying gay. What the bill has to do with is should a three- to eight-year-old in the public school be taught about anal sex? Uh, should, should, should transgenderism be taught to a four-year-old? I'm just going to Should a five-year-old who's going in there with their little kitty lunchbox walk into a classroom with a transgender man talking about anal sex in the classroom? I'm just curious. Should that be? But that, that, that's been stopped by the best governor in the, in the country, Ron DeSantis. That's been stopped via this bill. That is not the don't say gay bill. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with, are we going to sexually indoctrinate four and five, six, seven, and eight-year-olds? Which, why is anybody even wanting any child to be spoken to about sex at all, period? What does sex have to do with somebody who's seven? Absolutely nothing. But the Democrats want that. And by the way, all the Democrats are for the Ukraine 100%. Always keep that in mind. I'll get deep into that in a second. All right, John Cordillo video this time. The best politician. Play it for me. Ron DeSantis has taken a stand and said no. You can't acknowledge that gay exists at all. Is discriminatory uh, a form of bullying? Or a so-called don't say gay bill. Don't say gay bill. Uh, don't say gay bill. Does it say that in the bill? Does it say that in the bill? I'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill because you are pushing false narratives. It's why people don't trust people like you because you peddle false narratives. Disney CEO Bob Chapek weighing in on that Florida bill. The company has been opposed to the bill from the outset. The chance that I am going to 
back down from my commitment to students and back down from my commitment to parents' rights yeah. simply because of fraudulent media narratives or pressure from woke corporations, the chances of that are zero. Yeah. How do they possibly explain lining their pockets with their relationship from the Communist Party of China? Because that's what they do, and they make a fortune, and they don't say a word. Our policy is going to be based on the best interest of Florida citizens, not on the musing of global corporations. Back to me. So there you go. He's speaking of Disney, of course, that decided that they were against this. And, you know, what you need to do with Disney? You know, you don't like it? Florida has uh, millions upon millions of people moving in. Disney wants to go. Let them go. They can go. They're not stupid enough to leave, but if they did. And why does, why does Disney, all you Disney lovers out there, you got your season passes, why is it that Disney wants your six-year-old to learn about transgenderism and lesbianism? Why, okay, let's just, let's just break it the other way. Do you want your seven-year-old to even learn about heterosexual sex? What do, I mean, I, I, I remember, even though it was many, many years ago now, 46 years ago, I can remember when I was seven. I didn't think about sex. So why are Democrats wanting sex? It, why, why, do, why do Democrats want sexual ideologies, sexual agendas infiltrated into classrooms? Why would they want that? Why would they want those, why would they want those ideologies into classrooms? Well, here's a, this is by the way, this is Florida, this is from the Florida Senate Democrats. This is from their official Twitter feed. Here's their response to the bill. Play it for me. That's the Democratic Party. They want that in your school with your eight-year-old. Here's Cat Turb. Why do Democrats want to teach six, seven, and eight-year-olds about sex and school away from their parents? Isn't that strange too? I mean, you just have to start asking yourself, I mean, are, are we all as a society being groomed to accept pedophilia? Is that what's happening here? Because why on earth, I love the way, this is this great summation by Cat Turn. Why do Democrats want to teach six, seven, and eight-year-olds about sex in school when their parents aren't around? Why, why exactly would anybody want to do that? Why would you want to have, why would you want to have access to children so you can talk to them about gender identity why would you want access to children to talk about sexuality when sexuality doesn't even exist to them yet a six-year-old sexuality doesn't exist but to the convoluted to the reprobate mind it does is it because they the democratic party sexualize children is it I, we need to know the answers. I'm not saying they are. I'm not saying they aren't. I want to know the question. I want to know the answer to that question, though. Why is it that I have zero interest? What do I want a six, seven, and eight-year-old? My kids are adults now, but obviously they were once six, seven, and eight. What would I want them to learn in school? Their colors at that age, colors, simple math, beginnings of English, some little bit of history, things like that, of course, PE, all those things, great. Do I want them to have a transition room? They can go in and transition who they, into who they really are away from their parents, which has already been documented to have happened in classrooms where teachers set up transition rooms 
that a child can go in there, they're nine years old, and transition into who they really are away from their parent while their perverted homosexual teacher thinks it's the greatest thing in the world? One video after another of, a, of teachers coming out in front of their students both sexually. And what I want you to think about it. Uh, male or female, whatever, teachers coming out and saying, you know what, I'm a homosexual. I like to have sexual intercourse with people who are my same sex. And you say that in front of your students? Or you know what, I've decided that I'm a man, but you're actually a woman, or you're a woman and you're actually a man, and you do that in front of your students? Why does it have to be in front of your students? Why don't you just do it around your perverted peer group? Why does it have to be around students? Because it's never enough when you are a pervert. When you're a pervert, it's not enough that your friends are perverted with you. You want to spread your perversion. And by the way, it'll never be enough. All of you knee benders who sit out there and go, you know, we need to be nice to these people and we need to just, you know, appreciate them as human beings. I'm not appreciating any lies. If you are fully penised, you are a man. Period. You are a man. I don't care how you wear your hair. I don't care you shaved all your hair off. I don't care what you've done. You're a man. That's the way that it is. Not a whole lot of women wanting to identify as men. It's always the other way around so that those fully penised men can get into women's locker rooms and bathrooms. Trust me, 25 years of law enforcement, I know who the perverts are. They are rarely, if ever, female. It's funny how it works that way where you got Leah Thomas naked in front of his uh, teammates who are female swimmers at Penn University. Now, just so you know, I want you to see this now. I'm going to show you these tweets. I'm paralleling this with, you know, you ought to look at who you associate with. Oh, I would never associate with any pe- with people who believe this way. Really? Because this, this doctor here, Dr. Scott Hatland, Hatland He's, he's Mr. He's Mr. Covid. I'll go. We'll do it step by step. Dear Florida lawmakers, this is what a family looks like. You can't silence or erase this. Leave this up, Heather, for me. Thank you. Now let's cover this first. Now who will have the guts to preach the Bible right here? Or are you one of those Christians or one of those pastors? Well, I want people like this feeling comfortable in my church. They shouldn't feel comfortable in your church because First Corinthians chapter six, verse nine, Galatians chapter five. 19 through 21, Revelation chapter 21 verse 8 says that they are going to hell. They shouldn't feel comfortable in your church. They should feel loved. And how should they feel loved? By getting the truth because 1 Corinthians 13, 6 says, love rejoices in what? Love rejoices in the truth. You tell people like this, this is not how a family looks. Listen, I would have gone to hell too as a heterosexual committing heterosexual sex. I'm not saying I'm above any heterosexual sexual sin. They're committing homosexual sexual sin. Same hell, same person who kills the person who commits abortions goes to the same hell. The person who goes and kills an abortion doctor goes to the same hell as the abortion doctor. Understand that these people need to be told the truth. The homosexual will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. These children in this photo, I don't know if they're male. They look kind of male or female to me. One male, one female. They're supposed to have a mother and a father. That's the truth. You cannot create children. Get ready. This is gross, but you cannot create children having heterosexual, I mean, uh, homosexual anal sex. 
So this is not what a family looks like. Christians need to have courage and preach the word instantly, in season, out of season, while it's popular and while it's not. In season, out of season, reproving, which means correcting, rebuking, which is sternly correcting, and exhorting with all long-suffering and doctrine. Yes, people may not like you. What happens to the end times, church? For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned to fables. Well, we just need to support people like this. You know, we need to bring them into the church and marinate them. How do you marinate them into a gospel that you never preach? When people like this come to your church, they need to hear they are living in sin, just like the heterosexual couple who's not married and is living together. Same hell. This is not what a family looks looks like. I boldly proclaim it. If it gets me pulled off of Facebook, I don't care. A lot of people who who are just wandering around the edges of being banned, they don't want to say certain things. You're a freaking coward. You're a freaking coward. You need to say what needs to be said, and you need to do what needs to be done. Go to the next one for me, Heather. Here's Scott Hadland again. Here, just so you know the side that they're on. So he is, he is against Ron DeSantis' banning of people talking about extreme sexual activity to, eight, to seven, six, seven, and eight-year-olds. Just Scott Hadland is totally in favor of it. So understand the same. It's the same ebb and flow, same mindset. The person <clears throat> who's in favor of that perversion is also in favor of what? Pediatricians are ready to roll out, roll if COVID-19 vaccinations become available for people who are less than five years old. Go to the next one for me, Heather. Fuss, if you might, but what else is he for? So he's for perversion being taught in the school, and then he's for vaccinating kids who are less than five, and now he's also fuss, as you might, about vaccine mandates. It's great to work out and know everyone around you has been vaccinated. So he's also, leave this up, he's also for vaccine mandates. So he's for perversion in the schools, okay? He's for, he's for vaccinating kids who are less than five. He's for, he's for forced vaccinations and people receiving their QR code and Mark of the Beast so they can go in the gym. And notice, leave this up, notice how he's a bold-faced freaking liar even though he has an MD after his name. He says, and know everyone around you because everybody's vaccinated. Everyone, you can be safe because everyone around you is vaccinated. He knows the vaccinations don't stop transmission. He knows that the masks don't stop transmission. He knows that mask, that, that the size of a COVID-19 particle is 0.06 to 0.14 microns, and that mask around his face is nowhere near to being able to stop a COVID-19 uh, particle. He knows that. He absolutely knows it, but he's going to bold-faced lie anyway because it's a political, leftist, globalist agenda, and people like him want to control your lives. Go to the next one for me. And what else is he in favor of? Of course, he's in favor of Ukraine. So he's in favor of the perversion bill. He's, a, he's against the prevention of perversion bill. He's for vaccinating kids less than five. He's for, vac- he's for vaccine mandates. And he's for, of course, COVID 2.0 the ukraine and what's the ukraine all about covering up all those statistics that i told you earlier about vaccine deaths and vaccine abnormalities the vac what the the various the various ailments the vaccine is causing and it's only just begun that's what ukraine about of course he's in favor of that so no if you always remember birds of a feather flock together is this who you are are you a conservative person we've got to get to ukraine and fight for democracy just like he said a minute, and that, on that slide before, he said, you know what? I'm glad that I'm in a gym where everybody's safe because everybody's vaccinated. 
That's a bold-faced lie. Just like Ukraine is a democracy is a bold-faced lie. Vaccine stop transmission, bold-faced lie. Mass, mass stop transmission, bold-faced lie. Ukraine's a democracy, bold-faced lie. Absolute lie. Here's another one for you. Elaine Hendricks, tweet. I stand proudly with every single member of the LGBTQAI community. Shame on Florida. Gay, 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 gay. There's nothing in the bill that has anything to do with gay, but that's fine. And notice, of course, she's pro-Ukraine. Birds of a feather flock together. This is a Lauren Boebert tweet. You guys don't have this one. This is just a read only. I just wanted you to know, this is from Lauren Boebert. $2.6 billion, $2.6 billion of your taxpayer dollars are going to the following programs. Global and gender equity programs. I just wanted you to know that. That's part of the $1.5 trillion that was just approved by Mitch McConnell, by Mitt Romney, by Ben Sasson, Lisa Murkowski, and Susan Collins. They all just approved that, and they all allegedly have Republican in front of their name. Rodney Howard Brown tweet, eyes wide open remember this is the perversion section of the show tonight if you think it's ridiculous to think and you're wondering you know how does what does this have to do with it because it all starts locally folks it's like all politics is local all perversions local too but it just gets bigger you know it, it, the very same people that want to teach a six-year-old about transgenderism and homosexual sex here's this is this is the end game if you think it's ridiculous to think that child traffickers are in the highest positions of responsibility, then explain why Ghislaine Maxwell hung out with royalty and spoke before the United Nations at least nine times. Jeffrey Epstein's purveyor, the, the very person who rounded up people, I mean, I'm talking about 14, 15 year old girls, for Jeffrey Epstein and all the other perverts on Epstein Isle and on the, Lo and the, on the Lolita Express, of which Bill Clinton was on 26 freaking times that we know about. This is the end game. In, in the, by the way, all of these people are what? Globalist leftists. Globalist leftists who all will, will tell you, all of them will tell you this, that you know what, we're all for democracy. Their democracy is communist socialist totalitarian and perverted that's their democracy and if you attack that then you're attacking democracy they're always projecting on you that which they are they attack democracy using the name democracy just like they actually they're not trying to they're not trying to uh, stop the transmission of disease they're trying to disease and kill people it's always the opposite here we go pick from matt walsh the greatest female Jeopardy champion of all time is a man. <laughs> the top female swimmer, the, the top female college swimmer is a man. The first female four-star admiral in the public health service is a man. That's Every single one of these guys has a penis. Men have dominated female high school track and the female MMA circuit that patriarchy wins in the end. So all of these people that are all for feminist rights, feminist rights, they're the same people that as men dominate women, calling themselves women are cheering them on. That's how stupid these people are. Take a vaccination to stop transmission. They're then stop transmission. It's the same, same stupidity, different gift. Here's, here's Leah Thomas and his, his real self. That's William Thomas and Leah Thomas. They are the exact same people. He was ranked 462 as a male swimmer. He's ranked number one as a female swimmer. That's the truth. And what does he need to be told? Until you, here's what I will tell William. Hey, Bill, 
until you lop it off, I'm calling you Bill. Period. Till you lop it off, you're Bill or Billy, whichever one, whichever one the mood happens to strike. Here's Matt Schlapp. Now, this is the example of the beta male, and I hate to say this because this is, this is the founder of CPAC. Beta male, they kowtow, he's receiving, he's receiving money from Soros organizations. He won't acknowledge it, but he is. But Matt Schlapp totally caved. No matter what, this is what Christians do too. They think that this is loving. No matter what, one thinks of Leah's ability to swim. First of all, Leah's name is Bill. Ability to swim with women. Her story deserves our compassion. Why? Leave this up. Why? Why does her story deserve our compassion? He is a man swimming with a bunch of women, destroying their careers, taking their scholarships, taking their trophies, taking their accomplishments, and the sad, pathetic administrators, professors, and parents standing alongside those swimming pools, cheering Bill on as he defeats their, their children because they think that it's virtuous, just like Matt Slap does right here. It will be interesting to hear Leah's POV in 30 years. And he calls her, her, calls him, her. Now, does he ever do it? No matter what, one thinks of Leah's ability to swim. Maybe he doesn't. Women, her story deserves. Her, oh, there you are right. I knew it did somewhere in there. <laughs> no matter what, one thinks, thank, thank goodness my producer Aaron, one thinks of Leah's ability to swim with women. Her story, cave, finished, done, tapped out, you're finished, Matt Slap. You have decided that, it is, that political expediency is more important to you than the truth. You are so afraid of the consequences of being called names by the transgender or leftist globalist community. You're so afraid they're going to call you names like homophobe, transphobe. You're so afraid. You know darn freaking well, Matt Slap, that he is a he. But yet there you are, you cave. It's the same thing with masks. It's the same thing with lockdowns. It's the same thing. You shall call Ukraine a democracy because that is the orthodoxy. That is the global orthodoxy. If you do not comply, we will call you pro-Putin. You will put on a mask or we will call you pro-COVID. We will call you grandma killer. What you do is go, here's the truth. Ukraine is not a democracy, therefore I will not call them a democracy. He is a he, therefore I shall call him a he. Masks do nothing, therefore I will not put one on simply to appease the lunatics. If all the people around you want to pretend that masks do something, if all of the lunatics around you want to pretend that a fully penis male swimming alongside their daughter and them applauding him, is a virtuous thing and it's uncomfortable to stand do you know what you do you go ahead and stand you say no that's a male you don't have to be nasty you don't have to be mean you don't have to do anything i personally would be nasty and mean but you don't have to be you can just say you know what that's a man defeating my daughter in a swimming race that mask that you have on just so you know is completely and totally useless you are trying to stop a flea with a chain link fence say what's true you don't sit there and try to uh, try to save yourself what are, you, what are you saving yourself from being called names being called a conspiracy theorist if your conspiracy is accurate then it's not a, it's not a theory it's accurate 
They can call you whatever names they want. If the, if the day that you, look, that you are looking at is true, then it's not a conspiracy theory. Let them call you whatever names they want. What does the Bible say? That's what really counts. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. What's the next verse? You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, the salt, the salt starts to comply with lies? Well, you know, we're locked down. We want to we partner with the community. The community is a bunch of liars. So you're, you're partnering with a bunch of baby butchering liars. You're locking down with the baby butchers and the liars. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor by being just like the world, what good is it? By, added, I'll, I'll read the verse. So I, I, won't, I won't add any of my own words this time. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. All those verses together was Matthew 5, 11 through 16. You don't, you don't hide your light. You preach the word. Uh, that's a girl. Uh, that's a guy. That is useless. Um, that's, a, that's a precursor for the mark of the beast. Hey, pastors that are singing that you're part of the Baptist Theological Seminary and you're huge names, and you've yet to repent of turning your, your, your churches into being vaccine temples, pimping and whoring vaccines, and you see the book of Revelation unfolding before your very eyes, and you say nothing? You, you've taken your lamp and put it under a basket because you're afraid people will leave my church people will call me names i won't be considered smart anymore i'll be considered a conspiracy theorist if this if the if the conspiracy or the data is real it is not a theory right, let's go to the next one christina Puchow, still in the perversion section of the show tonight if this is what makes you cheer, I welcome your boss, Christina Puchow, spokesperson for Ron DeSantis. These women are running a sexy summer camp for children in rural Kentucky, come on, Kentucky, with lessons on sex liberation, gender exploration, BDSM, which I don't even know what that is, being a sex worker for kids, self-management, self-managed abortions, and sexual activity while using licit and illicit drugs. This is being held for kids. I mean, again, you know what? I don't want to be mean, but why is, why is everybody that's putting on these, camp, these camps and health officials a hundo over, at least? I mean, look at the pictures. I mean, why is it that these women are so engrossed in sexual perversion? I mean, you know what? If you want attention from men, get on a treadmill and mix in a salad. Mix in a salad between donuts. I'm just telling you, if, you, if that's what you're looking for, because <laughs> my everybody around me is laughing right now. If you are so devoid of attention that you want so bad that you have to hold a summer camp inviting kids to teach them about sexual activity using drugs why don't you actually try to put the work in instead 
Join a gym. Why don't you get that ton- why don't you get that stupid blue lipstick off your face? Get on a treadmill, mix in a salad between the donuts, and you'll actually end up getting some male attention. Give it a shot for once in your life. All right, Washington Free Beacon tweet. The drag queen invited to perform. Who invited them? Uh, who invited the drag queen? Oh, uh, let's see. Congressional Democrats, but they're not the party of perversion. Look at the person they invited. Referred to President Joe Biden as senile and a white supremacist and called his voters dim-witted. Well, he's right on some things. But who, why, would, why would a bunch... I'm just, I'm just humoring back to me. I'm just very curious here. Why would a bunch of dudes... I mean, listen. I get sexual sin. I've sexually sinned. I get it. I understand it. But if I was going to sexually sin... It's going to be with naked women. Okay? I mean, I, some of you may not, Tom, you're a pastor of a church. So what? You haven't, you, you're a guy, you know you like to look at naked women. I get it. Okay, we need to turn, we have to turn from that sin or we'll go to hell for it. Simple as that. Lust of the eyes, same as the lust of the flesh. Matthew chapter 5, verse 28. So I turned from my sexual sinning. But if I was going to sexually sin, and if I was going to hire somebody to come and dance before me, it wouldn't be a dude what is going on with the perversion in dc that a bunch of elected democratic congressmen and women hire a drag queen to come and dance before them what what a bunch of no wonder these exact same people want to have your child your four five six year old in a library being read books by a man dressed as a woman and scantily clad at that, which is, by the way, put some, if you're going to dress, why can't they dress if you're going to dress as a woman? Why don't you put on a Hillary Clinton pantsuit? Why do you have to, why is it that, you're, that, that your dress is one inch above your penis crotch? Why? You put a bunch of perverts. Again, this is the pervert section of the show tonight. Speaking of that, Transportary, tra- Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg's, who's a man, here's his husband, leads kids in a Pledge of Allegiance to the Gay Pride Rainbow Flag. Play it for me. All right. I pledge my heart. I pledge my heart. To the rainbow. To the rainbow. Of the not-so-typical gay camp. Of the not-so-typical gay camp. One camp. One camp. Full of pride. Full of pride. Indivisible. Affirmation and equal rights for all. With affirmation and equal rights for all. Watch your heads. That's the Biden administration for you. And here's more from the Biden administration. This young man right here, the one standing, tried to avoid the bottom right-hand portion of the picture, if at all possible. However, the man standing there that man is in charge of getting rid of nuclear waste inside of the Biden administration. Election wizard video. DeSantis, people actually said that if you don't have classroom instruction on sexual matters in grades K through three, how old are kids in kindergarten? Five. So eight in third grade-ish? So five to eight-year-olds. People actually said that if you don't have classroom instruction on sexual matters in grades K through three, five to eight-year-olds, that somehow businesses don't want to be in Florida. Oh, businesses will run to Florida. Play it for me. Thanks. 
I mean, this idea that somehow people actually said that if you don't have classroom instruction on sexual matters in grades K through 3, that somehow businesses don't want to be in Florida, I think people need to get out of their bubble and actually talk to parents in this state because they do not want this in kindergarten or first grade or second grade. We want our kids to be kids. Right, let's go right to Matt Walsh. Load that up for me. Oh, this, or Matea Morris next. Go ahead. Here, this one's good. I, I'm, glad we, I'm glad I didn't miss it. Menstruators. I don't know. What, I know this is a UN organization, United, United Nations organization, but I don't know what FPA stands for. Menstruators. That is what women are being called by panelists at a UN FPA meeting today. Notice the date, March 15, 2022. How is it progressive or feminist? How have women progressed? for women to be referred to by a mere bodily function. So I guess, what are they gonna call me? Pooper? Peer? I don't, I don't get it, spitter? I mean, look at what, this is absolutely degrading because again, they are the opposite of what they claim to be. They claim to be purveyors of life and are responsible for 40 to 60 million babies per year butchered in the womb, while they allegedly try to save 5 million people from dying of a respiratory virus, while they're butchering the unborn, and while their response to COVID-19 caused three to 400 million children, mainly, to starve to death. They created the vaccine, which is killed, they created the virus, which has killed millions. They created the vaccine, which will kill millions. While they're doing those things, they're killing millions. They're the exact, and they claim to be progressive. We're moving women forward. And they've changed their name from woman, from lady to menstruator. Is that sounds like a movie title? Is that going to be like the next Charlie's Angels? Charlie's Menstruators? Matt Walsh, play it for me. We're supposed to abandon all at once the fundamental truths that all of us know and have always known. And we're supposed to do it for no other reason than it will hurt people's feelings if we don't. It'll hurt Leah Thomas's feelings. Of course, his feelings are the only feelings that matter, right, when it comes to the swimming issue. His feelings and the feelings of other trans people, I mean, those feelings, for some reason, are supposed to outweigh the feelings of women who don't want their sports destroyed and their privacy invaded and their very identities appropriated and stolen and cheapened and fetishized and turned into a Halloween costume the feelings of a million women are dust when stacked up against the feelings of one gender-confused man. All of reality is dust. Biology, science, truth, all of it is supposed to be thrown out the, the window because of one trans person's feelings. Well, I say to that, no. That's what I say. And I urge everyone in this room to say no to this. Don't affirm what you know are lies. Everyone knows it's a lie. Don't cooperate with what you know is wrong. Don't abandon what you know is true. Don't pretend to believe what you don't believe. So it takes a lot of courage in this world, I think, to say no. It's a word that's not said nearly enough. A guy like Leah Thomas has never heard it in his life, ever. No one's ever told him no. No one's ever sat him down and said, dude, no, this is not happening. <laughs> 
But he needs to hear it now. All the gender ideologues need to hear it now. All of the liars and frauds trying to push and coerce and shame us into surrendering our common sense. All the cry bullies using emotional blackmail because they have no arguments. Everyone demanding that we pretend to believe what we don't believe. All of them everywhere need to hear it. No. There you go. Nothing to add to that. This is as good as it gets. All right, go to this one for me. Pick USA Today. Meet the exceptional women of the year. So start off with a list. And of course, Rachel Levine, which is real, his real name. And again, fully penised. That's my own term. That is Richard Levine. That is a man who is calling himself Rachel. He is one of USA Today's exceptional women of the year. Go to the next one for me. Susan Rice. Congratulations to the trailblazing HHS Admiral Rachel Richard Levine on being named. He won. He won. The, he won woman of the year. Just, just like uh, Ivy League champion, women, women swimmer of the year, Leah Thomas. Well, R Richard Levine just won woman of the year himself. Richard Levine on being named USA Today's woman of the year. Uh, uh, well, he says women, so I don't know if she actually won. No, one of. Okay, so he hasn't been, I guess he hasn't been named yet. So he hasn't actually won the title yet, but he's on the list. He's on the list for women of the year. Go to the next one for me. Listen to what the set. Now, here we are, of course, on the cusp of war. And this is what the United States Air Force is doing. Great conversation with our LGBTQ initiatives team. They're asking the hard but necessary questions that will ultimately make us a stronger, more inclusive Department of Air Force. Leave this up for me. Explain to me what that has to do with winning wars. I'm just very, I'm very interested to know. They're asking the hard but necessary questions that will ultimately make us a stronger, more inclusive department of the Air Force. How does being more inclusive enable you to win wars? And isn't that the point of the military is to protect and defend the homeland of the United States of America, not making you more inclusive? But that's what the Air Force is up to right now. Go to the next one for me. That, uh, that's just her. I wanted everyone to know. Undersecretary of the Air Force, Gina Ortiz Jones. That's who she is. Go to the next one for me. Jonathan, oh, okay, this uh, real poster at my school. This is in a school in Massachusetts. This is being, this is just so everybody knows. This is why my kids would never step foot in a public school. I'm done. My kids are all, my kids are adults now, but if they weren't, never, not in a million years, because I don't want my kids walking by these bold-faced lies every day. Respect their, zeer, her, his identity. They can just cram all that. Go to the next one for me. This, I had to put this one out. Jonathan Shuttlesworth tweet. This is Will Smith Jr. He just introduced Bill 669, should be 666, would be perfect. Giving the right to abort a baby from birth to 28 days old. Yeah, the hearing is on March 15th. It's already passed, hopefully. It's hopefully, what's the date today? Oh, it was today. So please take time to let him and the MD Senate know your thoughts for or against. So he wants a bill to be passed where you can abort a child 28 days after it's born that's who these people are and they're all for the war in ukraine and they're all for masking so ask yourself they're all for vaccines so ask yourself as a conservative do i agree with them on any of these things because birds of a feather flock together babylon b tweet the babylon bees man of the year is Rachel is Rachel Levine. So Babylon B has already made their decision. The Babylon B man of the year is Rachel Levine, also of course known properly as Richard. All right, back here Thursday night, 
8.30, do not miss it. Another long, long list of truth, of data, of facts. We will never bend. We will never vax. I will never call a she a he or a he a she. I will not lie. We will and always will stand in the truth and the truth is Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ is the word of God. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. John chapter one, verse one, John chapter one, verse 14. We stand in the word of God without equivocation ever. Love you all. God bless you. Thursday night, 830. Have a good night. Lots of other churches are closing. They're done. And I'm talking about even churches that were small mitigators. You know what? You come in, we're, we're keeping our church open, but make sure everybody sits six feet apart. Make sure that you've got alcohol gel on. You can mask if you want. You can do what you just feel comfortable. Bring your own lawn chair. Sit in your COVID clumps, but we're actually open. It's absolute insanity. We are never going to be involved in any of that garbage ever. The thing is, we're never going to close. We never will. That's the way that it is. I don't care who the governor is of Florida. I don't care who the president is of the United States. The Constitution says we have freedom of religion, freedom to assemble, and we will stand. We will stand. We will stand. We will not. And this is what happens when you do stand and you implement the Word of God. We need to be sowing seed into the southern outpost of freedom. There is no other church like this one. our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program and we look forward to you tuning in next time.